Hey, what's up with you? I know we a day early, but the bugs play during our normal recording time, Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Time. So we ain't we gonna be today. there. <laughs> yeah, we here today because we got a game to watch tomorrow. So tune in. We're about to talk NBA playoffs, NFL draft. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much gonna be the bulk of it. So let's get right on into it now, shall we? Welcome to episode 248 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catchem, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Oh, that was a little loud. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Eric Only known as? The Eric And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, you know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, Kay Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. Or better known as Kay Diddy. Take that, take that. All right. Sport fact of the week, what we got. All right. So on this day, May 2nd, 2015, Floyd Money Mayweather Ah. defeated Manny Pacquiao on points in a 12-round world welterweight unification fight which shattered all financial records for a boxing match. It was also the most boring sporting event I've ever <laughs> witnessed. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of nothing. I didn't mind it. I mean, Floyd ran literally the entire fight, but you know, that's how you get down. That's shit. You, can't, you gotta hit him. <laughs> you gotta hit him. I, the fight itself was fun because we watched it as a group. Like I had an enjoyable experience, but the fight itself was trash. Big boo-boo trash it's yeah, also the rock's birthday today uh May it is. Happy oh. birthday, uh the rock Dwayne. yes the people's champ it's also my niece's 16th birthday so happy birthday to her as well happy birthday uh reminder folks tech file overtime that's our second show so you can get tech file two times a week tech file overtime is exclusive to the tgn app the good news radio app so going over there Listen to us there every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. That's 5.30 Pacific Time. You can catch the show only there through the good news or the Tech File YouTube page. There's only two options to catch that show. Unlike this one, we can catch it everywhere. That's exclusive. So make sure I go check that out. This week, we will be discussing some of the postseason teams that have been sent fishing, talking about what they need to be doing uh, this offseason to, you know, improve for next year. So make sure y'all check that out. And as always, if you can't catch the show live, you can always catch the replay on the Good News Radio app or on our YouTube page. It's always going to be there. So make sure y'all check that out. Oh, and if you haven't, subscribe to the YouTube. Like up the stuff on there. The game that needs a name. What are we doing this week? Uh, My idea, which I'm going to get out real quick if we do, is NFL players that were drafted Last week, I will be oh, out. What? Secondly, I wouldn't. Uh, you don't even know who you go, I mean, yeah, I know the first <laughs> year. 
Okay, I'm cool with that. No, bro. Hey, as we say every week, you say bring your suggestions. Um, I'm gonna keep mine up here until it get picked. So I've, I've, I've thought something out. I got sports sports movies. The other two don't do their homework, so I'm gonna say MLB teams. Just keep it simple. Can you got any other suggestions? Otherwise, Um, I'm picking MLB teams. MLB team school. Let's do it. Boy, we better not lose. <laughs> yeah, I bet, yeah I'll, I'll be the first one out on this one. So. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right. Order. Let's keep the order we've been going in. So, Tim, Eric, Ken, then me, just in a circle that way. Um, in case you're not familiar, the game that needs a name. We come up with a topic, for example, this week, MLB teams. We each get about five seconds to answer that. If you don't, you out. We just keep going until there's one person standing. And you can't repeat. No repeats. If you repeat, you out. All right, Eric. You over there cheating? You <laughs> down like a motherfucker, ain't you? <laughs> oh, no. I gotta go. Wait, I'm in the wrong square, ain't I? Tim's supposed to be in the upper left. Oh, you know what? You show right. Tim's be first. Go ahead. Oh, uh, the Brewers. Let's start it out. Uh, White Sox. Braves. The Cubs. Red Sox. The Cardinals. Um, Diamondbacks. The Twins. Orioles. Rays, the Cardinals, the Yankees, Marlins. I said Cardinals. Oh, you said Cardinals? Damn, I thought you said something. What did you say, Tim? Marlins, Rays, Mets. Wait, didn't she say Rays? Damn, (laughs) (laughs) I said Mets. Oh, okay. Uh, damn. (laughs) Blue Jays. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I wanted to say Blue Jays. Uh, Giants, Dodgers. Angels, Rangers, Ooh. Astros. Oh, okay. okay. You got it. I was going to say Nationals, but I thought that's been said already. Did someone say Nationals? Uh, uh-uh. that's where I was going next, though. <laughs> so you would have got it. I should have said it. Was... The worst thing that could have happened was someone already said that, and then you out. So to me, just thinking it. Good stuff, Eric. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna win right. this week. Though, I got I'll be the first one out. Here it's all. <laughs> Get your knowledge up, bro. Get your knowledge up. I'll be knowing this shit. I just catch your brain for it. <laughs> I'm crumbling under pressure. Hold your gas. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the show. So, of course, we're gonna start with the NBA playoffs. Let me get some. Background music. So, y'all want to start with the East? East, 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 East. Or y'all want to go West? You know where to start. All right. So, we're going to start with the Bucks because that's what we're here for. Um, (laughs) You got the two seed Boston Celtics up against the three seed Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks currently lead that series 1 0. Mm hmm. Stole one in Boston. Game two is Tuesday. As mentioned, our normal recording time. So that's why we are here today, right now, recording this. (laughs) Um, So first off, let's just get some some series predictions and why. I mean, I know we already a game in, but if anybody wants to question the validity of these picks, we had all put in our picks before the games kicked off. I got text messages to prove it. But regardless, I will just give a spoiler here. All four of us were on the same accord with who we had winning this series. So who <laughs> wants to talk about it first? 
<laughs> Eric holding up the six bucks and six. <laughs> um, I can go since I'm the new Bucks fan. Um, <laughs> I'm so proud. No, okay. First of all, he wants to just beat him. Let me go ahead and. Look <laughs> how happy he is talking about the Bucks. This ain't doing nothing for your bandwagoning uh, reputation. Hey, that's the oh, name book, fam. You good in mind. You, hey, you know how Tim Eric be on you, fam. Hey, right. you've been bandwagoning for a while. Hip hop homie hopping. You know what I'm saying? Hey, all right. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> no, but first off, Giannis is um, ridiculous, yo. Um, I don't know. Like, the more and more I watch, the more and more, like, I pay attention and, like, really, like, watch what he does. Like, it's like no, you can't say that he's not the best player in the NBA. Mm. And like, I, it's like, it's literally like clear cut. Like watching, I was like, dog, this dude literally does. Like every, the triple double that he got in this game was like ridiculous though. It was a bad Like game. what, 12, wait, he had what, 24, 13 and 12, right? Mm. That sounds about right. So. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This, first of all, the team is fun to watch. I love watching the Bucks. I love Chris Mid game too, even though he's not, you know, he's out this series. But Boston looked like they just had no clue what to do. Like from jump. Like as soon as they came out there, they was just like they just got hit in the mouth and they just couldn't recover. So I don't know. It was a good fun it was a, it was a fun game to watch. And it was hey, good that happened to Boston. Always fuck Boston. He <laughs> <laughs> got double in Yeah. Huh? I said, except for the baseball team, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Milwaukee ain't Milwaukee ain't uh, Brooklyn. Uh, The defense is quite different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before this series kicked off, I actually was texting these gentlemen here in our group chat, and I was sitting there like, "I'm thinking about this series, and what version of the world do you see the Bucks winning? Like, how do the Bucks win this series? Because when I was thinking about it by myself, I really could not see how the pieces fit together. Uh, and then Tim actually said something very, like, quick and profound. Like, Eric, you, we had the back and forth. Then Tim sent a text message, but I still was sitting there like, ah, I don't know, man. Boston's defense is real and they can score. And all of a sudden, they're like, it's going to be a tough challenge going from Chicago to Boston and I was sitting there like oh my god and we had a, a little call with some folks at the Good News Network and they asked us like, how you felt them books man you about to play today and Tim just simply said uh, defense I, that's all I gotta say <laughs> he was like the Nets was keeping it within five six points every game every and we got a defense <laughs> I am not worried and when he said that I was like hmm what a novel concept. Defense winning championships. <laughs> got us the first one. Well, our last one. <laughs> got the last one for sure. Like, like you said, like it, they they struggled. Uh, one of the things I said about Jalen Brown, for example. Jalen Brown, yeah, sure, he put up 21, 24 points in the series, but he, all, he always did it at the end of the game. Or he did it in spurts. He did it for a quarter. Or he'll do it for um, two, three, four minutes. But he didn't. It's not consistent throughout the game. So if you can catch him and get him to kind of be off his rocker pretty much the whole game and don't let him just turn up on you, you got a good chance on that. On the on the Jays. <laughs> then you have Jason Tatum, where yeah, he was putting up 28, 30 points against the Nets. But I said that too. I'm like, we cool with him doing that as long as he's putting up. 28 points and 20 shots. 18 shots and take him to get 25. I'm cool with 
that. Because then they struggled the entire game and we'll stay close. Like our defense is going to be able to, they're like ball constrictors. They slowly just choke up the out. pressure, choke you out. And then next thing you know, you're like, damn, I'm asleep. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> it's been a wrap. But yeah. Um, I also thought it would be like at the defensive end because I'm not, like, I know what the numbers have said since 2022 started with Boston, but. I wasn't convinced of their offense and it's only one game. So I'm, I'm trying not to, you know, take a victory lap, but it really was what I thought going into the series, which is it was offensively, the Celtics are built a lot like Chicago. So the blueprint that they set up against Chicago actually grafts pretty well onto mm-hmm. how you need to defend Boston. Like, yes, Tatum is, terrifying <laughs> like on offense <laughs> but if you throw most of your resources at clamping off the paint and making life difficult for him it's like daring everybody else to beat you like when he's off the court then you give that same attention to Jalen Brown but Marcus Smart Al Horford uh Peyton Pritchard Grant Williams like they're gonna have to make shots this series like mm-hmm. and I'm not afraid of a 33 percent shooting Marcus Smart. Like, sure, he can get hot for a game, <laughs> but, you know, he's going to regress to the mean, like, over time. So, and if he doesn't, well, then you lose. But, like, I think that that's a, shroud, a sound defensive strategy to wall off the paint. Like, the Bucks allowed, what was it, 10, ten field, field goals, goals ten inside the three-point Yeah. Like. <laughs> and it wouldn't have been that if they not got a couple more in garbage, garbage time. time. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, f- I felt like the national conversation was really lazy. It's like, Giannis is going to have to have the best series of his career to, for the bus to pull it out. It's like, you're not even looking at tactics. You know what I mean? You're not looking at strategy. You're only looking at the players that are on the court. Like, yes, they're going to miss Middleton. But at the same time, like, they still have the defensive blueprint to make things difficult. They still have, like, ways to exploit Boston's defense to an extent, yeah. like to score enough. Like the Bucks live in the mud. Like they, they're comfortable here. They, they're molded by it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bang. <laughs> I'm just saying, like the Bucks, like their offense has been shit in the playoffs for the last two years, and they still got <laughs> by ass. because they know how to defend. Play and, you know, like they slow it down, they grind you out, and they get just enough uh, transition points to beat you. Yeah. Um, one thing you mentioned, like national media coverage and how they talk about the Bucks. It's like, they allow so many three-pointers. And it's like, yes, that is a true statement. We do. But look who we're allowing them to. It's not like they're trying to let Jason Tatum come out here and shoot 10, 15 threes or Jalen Brown. No, they are trying to make Marcus Smart, Al Horford, Grant Williams, Peyton Pritchard beat them. Like Eric said, like it's a, that's the strategy. Like we don't trust these dudes this much that we're going to put all of our attention on the dudes who we know can kill us. And if we die by the others, then so be it. But we trust in our others <laughs> and the strength of this defense. And thinking about that Chicago matchup, I was wrong in that sense, thinking that what they were doing against Chicago would not translate to Boston because it does actually translate pretty well. Like, be tighter about it for sure, because uh, Tatum can also shoot threes. He wants to shoot some threes, unlike DeRozan, who was pretty much only mid-range, so you were only guarding a specific part of the floor. But same same idea. We're going to force y'all left, <laughs> and we're going to show y'all a lot of bodies, and y'all do something with it or not. 
because that's what we're going to live and die by. But um, it was it was a good game. I did not expect us to win game one. If we were going to still win in Boston, I thought it would be win. game two. Because we don't <laughs> win game one. We normally suck in those. And it was a noon game. I was like, oh, we out of here. Like, it's... smoked. <laughs> So we out of here. Uh, but Coach Busted, he told the team, like, there's no time to warm up. Like, y'all get out there and let's get it done. Like, we ain't coming into this one slow. And Boston just, as they admitted after the game, they just were underprepared. They were overwhelmed at the physicality that the Bucks had. And it was interesting because Locked On Bucks and Locked On Celtics did a crossover. And the Locked On Celtics guy was saying how he thinks a game of physicality suits Boston so much better than Milwaukee he's like if anything it's going to be even like both teams thrive off of it we'll see in game two game one small sample size well you brought up two things well now three uh no two so one you brought up DeRozan and our strategy was allowing them to kind of shoot threes with DeRozan though he is an elite probably the best mid-range shooter in the NBA Boston does not have a DeRozan type mid-range shooter on their squad whatsoever that should be a top five Best mid range shooters in the NBA. I mean, DeRozan probably number one. Chris probably number two. Mm, but we'll over the guy? Yeah, I mean, Neither here nor there at the moment. We can come back to it. <laughs> but um, number two, no, but so that plays well for our defensive strategy, like you were saying before, because of the fact that we're not we're not even giving up. They don't want to shoot the mid rangers. They don't. They want to get to the bucket. And they, or they want to shoot these threes. It helps us even more when they have Robert Williams and Alpha Horford out there because then Brooke can just chill. Or Giannis can just chill. Or Bobby can just kind of chill. They don't have to necessarily be there. Or our, some, our weakest defender, which honestly, we got some really damn good defenders across the board. But our weakest even defender. Even Grayson was taking chill. cookies. I was shot. Yes. Just let me get that real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Two, um, physicality. <laughs> A lot of people, or a lot of people felt like Boston's physicality would have been a, one of their strong suits because of what they did to Brooklyn. Brooklyn mentally, though, don't have that, all right, oh, y'all want to do that? Y'all push me, I'll push you too? What the fuck you mean? Like, they didn't have that fight. And if they do, like, they don't have that mental, like, they have some some kind of mentally weak players in that aspect where you kind of get under their skin, they done. Boston is kind of that way too. If you can get under Jason Tatum's skin, you kind of get out of there. You get under Jalen Brown's skin and Marcus Smart. Like they can really, you can really fuck up the Marcus Smart start being dirty. He'll start falling even more. <laughs> you got when Jason Tatum. Stop being dirty. <laughs> but I mean, you it's kind of like the Chris Paul thing. Chris Paul, you he'll have his moments, but then when he's frustrated, then he'll start like nut checks and shit like that. Like <laughs> Speak. Wait, can I stop you real quick? Speaking of, when Robert Williams got kicked, boy, they didn't want to call timeout for that man for nothing. My man was up and down the court holding his shit for three possessions. <laughs> I'm like, damn, they. So my man's walking up the court holding his shit, yelling at Jason Tatum, call timeout for me. God damn. He in my man's ear, call timeout. <laughs> They're like, hey, fuck it, fuck it, god damn it. Commercial work, shit. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with dude? And then my husband on the couch, he was like, I think he got kicked, uh, you know. And I was, like, I was like, I was like, that don't have him out for that long? Like, He'd been laboring for a while. And he just sat there quietly and he just went, mm-hmm. And when he saw the replay, he went, oh, like, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like, can't understand the pain, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Like, I was like, it looked like I would have threw up. Like, oh, God. <laughs> like, that shit be wild, bro. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but I do really like watching him play basketball. Robert Williams, that kid's a dog. Oh, yeah. I really like watching him play. Yeah, he's super bouncy. I really like him. And I want people to be clear who are listening to this. Um, I had Bucks and Seven. I'm I'm not going to be like, oh, it's supposed to be a sweep. This should be a series. Mm-hmm. I expect Boston to make some adjustments because to Tim's point, they could try to get Jalen and Jason loose in the mid-range. Like, we're going to try to free y'all up a little bit more in this area. We'll see. Like, I'm very curious to see how game two looks. I want to see what adjustments are made because if Milwaukee walks out of Boston with two wins... We don't lose these closing games, bro. <laughs> we close the motherfucker out. We'll, we'll give y'all shit back. That'll be a long wait till Saturday for game three for Boston. It's going to be a lot of slander. I will not be engaging in it. I'm going to tell you right now. The Bucks well, going shit, out. I am. Fuck you, Series ain't over till the series over, fam. They left early. The series over. Them <laughs> motherfuckers. I like, bro, the guys said on Twitter, the game ain't over yet. Where y'all going? If, if y'all was winning, y'all to set y'all ass there. Y'all want to left early? Now all of a sudden, y'all want to leave. I, I, I remember... Like I remember the 2019 Eastern Conference Finals. Right. That's why I'm like, I'm not getting too high. means like, nothing. Hey. Shit, I, I was thinking even the Boston series that year, like mm-hmm. they came in, smacked us at home, and then we straight. won the next four. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> basketball comes at you fast. I, so I, like, I ain't saying shit till till it's over. Till ah. they're at least up two games. Um, one thing about the physicality. So Marcus Smart <laughs> last week talked about his undeserved defense player of the year award. Mm-hmm. It's only one game, mm-hmm. but he was at best the third, the fourth best defender on that court on Sunday. My man getting beat up too. Feel like you and took that personal. I was just that was my neck. I, I have it written down. <laughs> you took that personal. <laughs> you took that person. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. I'm teammate of the year, but I'm gonna clamp your ass, Mr. Defensive Player. Man, and clamp he did. Mm-hmm. Clamp shout out to Javon Carter. That yeah. man. Yeah. Is a fucking shout out to Brooklyn for letting him go for us, man. Hell yeah. Y'all need a defense. Y'all let go of the defenders. Not defender. Defenders. Well, he was yeah. bad for them. So, like, I got it. But, you know. Hey, schemes matter. Yeah. Where you, like, scheme matter. And, defense uh, in, in Brooklyn. Hey, <laughs> 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 we can let you go, boss. All right. <laughs> the six foot dude. Like, he ain't going to help. The Nets. He wouldn't have helped the Nets in this series. They just had against Brooklyn. But in the scheme with the Bucks, where you're playing sound team, where you play some team defense too, and you know everybody around you is locked in and they talking and hitting their rotations. Even though Grayson Allen, I'll be looking at Grayson like, boy, if you don't rotate over, where they telling you to rotate? It was at least twice. At least twice I saw them literally like go. (laughs) And he still ran the wrong way, boy. Boy, listen, Grayson, they telling you your rotation behind you. Rotate. Ain't nobody there for you there to shoot. Yeah, they're the whole defense. <laughs> Hi, Jabari. <laughs> but yeah, um, that series has been fun. Any other closing thoughts on Bucks Boston before we move on to Miami Philly? Fuck, I just had one. Bucks and six. Mm. Yes, always. Um we uh, come come to you can go. Let me pull up the prediction. Y'all remember what y'all Bucks predictions were? Bucks and six. six. <laughs> yeah, Bucks and six. <laughs> Fuck you mean? Y'all did. It's the only way. Okay. okay. Even if it was, we never okay. go sweep them, it's, it's Bucks and six. 
There you go. All right. Oh, that's what it was. National conversation. So again, coming into the series, it was all about, you know, Bucks don't have Middleton. They don't really have a shot unless Giannis is Giannis. Now it's um a cu- it's funny because like a couple different ones have given like completely different things for like what Boston needs to do. Like one dude's like, Boston needs to just embrace all them three pointers. Like they need to shoot more, shoot more. I'm like, Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like, well, they just made bad decisions. It's like they were kind of forced into them bad decisions. Like, sure, Tatum and Brown were bad, independent. Like, part of it was Bucks defense, and part of it was I don't know what the fuck Jalen Brown was on. <laughs> like, but he, Tatum, he said his like, was fine, but it looked like he was laboring at times okay, out there. So I mean, some of it was like decision making though, which that again, too. like is forced by the Bucks. But some of it is just like he chose to attack on a one-on-two fast break it's like you don't have the numbers like why are you going at brooke lopez like that don't make sense hey like, bro, come on now <laughs> <laughs> um but like jason tatum like i think that that was much more so defense because like they threw all their attention at stopping him and like not letting him get off and forcing him off the ball so like people are still trying like People are still trying to like rationalize like well i had boston going in and they can do these simple things to make it better it's like i don't like sure i don't think the bucks are gonna only allow 10 may field goals from inside you know from two-point land but i think that the strategy is still gonna be that going forward so unless they can find a way to kind of break unless they can make enough shots to pull the bucks out of a deep drop I don't think that those avenues are really going to be there because it's like Marcus Smart and Al Horford and Grant Williams can hit 23 pointers, which I think they damn near did in this game. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks still aren't going to defend them any differently. <laughs> like, even if they lose a game, it's like, well, do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because keep in mind, too, the Bucks started the first half. They were 10 to 20 from, from three, and then they finished the game like 12 to 34. Like, mm-hmm. the Bucks got cold from three mm-hmm. in the second half, and they were still able to pull out that victory because... Goddamn, what's Matthews? <laughs> hey, get off West. We told you Bro. about hitching your wagon to West Matthews, making these open I had, threes. I had faith in my man. My, six threes, bro. You ain't you hit one. I know I counted <laughs> at least four wide. Wide open. He in my oh, living room dude. and shit. Wide open. Still can't hit shit. I'll sit in my living room. That's, that's how they get you, brother. Like they, 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 they dangle something that seems very attainable in your face when in reality, they know, ain't no way to shit. I do have one one last point with this series I want to say before we, and then we can move on but I'm interested to see how bodies hold up over the course of this series like thinking of physicality like Marcus Smart looked bad out there um, mm-hmm. the shoulder stinger looked like it hurt but the I fact that he's been dealing with a quad shoulder. I did too but the fact that he's dealing with a quad like contusion he's been getting hit on his quad over and over like well some of that's self-inflicted because he keep throwing his it, ice around but he also missed time earlier in the season because of quad problem so like to see him getting banged up in that way I just don't know over a course of a series how long he'll hold up um, same with Al Horford where it's like Al Horford had a good game one but similar to what we talked about with Chris Paul where it's like hey you might get a dud game in there in between time because it just takes a little bit longer to recover so um, I'm just curious to see how some bodies will hold up it was interesting hearing Giannis yeah, it was interesting hearing Giannis say like he doesn't feel right if he don't feel beat up after a game. Like he's like, I welcome it, I look forward to it, I want it. <laughs> I was yeah, like, you cycle. 
Give it my asshole, dude. my The good days. Good times. Good times. Good old days. Oh, but yeah, I'm just interested to see how that holds up. But I will say for the Boston side, them having off the amount of time that they will between games two and three, um, should probably do them good. So I expect a very rejuvenated Boston team when they get here to Milwaukee. Miami and Philly, you got the number one seed Miami Heat up against the four-seeded Philadelphia 76ers. Miami currently leads that series 1-0. 76er star Joel Embiid did not play in game one. He ain't going to play in game two. Maybe mm-hmm. he'll be back game three or four. We'll have to see because uh, he has a broken face. That's crazy. For the second down. Maybe he'll throw the mask back on. Dude. That That's man. what they're saying. He's he's currently in con- concussion concussion protocols, mm-hmm. um, so they expect for him to clear that you know around game three, game four, and then they're going to check out that right orbital fracture mm-hmm. and see if they can just put a mask on so he can get back out there with his torn ligament in his thumb to keep playing through. Um, yeah, he called it too. They interviewed him after the game, and he was just like, "Yeah, I think he broke my face." <laughs> they like the they was laughing off. They was looking like, "Wait, really?" He was like, yeah, I think he broke my face. Then all of a sudden the report came out like, <laughs> like he broke his face. <laughs> he broke his face. <laughs> Did y'all see uh Doc kind of defending the decision to keep him out there? Doc defend everything. Doc is a he defensive. Does. So let me <laughs> just defense say this. is trash, but he's a very defensive guy. <laughs> In case y'all weren't aware, Joel and B got injured when the game was already out of hand. It was less than like right under four minutes in the fourth quarter. And the argument was like he shouldn't have been out there in the mm-hmm. first place. Doc, of course. Doc heard that and did not like. He's like, "Hey, what you mean? The run had just happened. What you talking about? Everybody else do it. You see other teams in the league. You know they be having their play. I'm like, bro, that is not a good defense. (laughs) But the minute he said that, I'm like, come on, Doc. (laughs) We don't give a shit about what nobody else in the league doing. Your star player was in the fourth quarter out of a game that was well, well out of hand. Well, the starters was in here. I don't give a shit. Well out of hand, bro. Like." They wanted to score 30 and 4. No, and if they did, y'all deserve to take that L. It's the playoffs today. I feel like everyone matters. Like, I get it. But at the same time, it's just that coming on the heels of, well, the Orlando team I had that lost a 3 1 lead, they were just trash. Like, what? And then Chris Paul was hurt. And then the bubble was. The that bubble. was my fault. I, okay, I own the bubble. <laughs> Nobody was like, yeah. Nobody wanted to play the bubble. Nobody else. That was me. He's like, all right, bubble. All right, all right, all right. I wanted them to play. They didn't want to play, so you know, I'll take that. But I mean, even mentioning that it was in the bubble, like that was kind of like a. Well, remember it was the bubble. That was kind of weird. So, well, okay. I guess you want to blame me on one. I'll take that one. The weird one. Go ahead. I'll take the weird one. The one off. The one off. I bet you ain't gonna lose in the bubble again. My guy, the point is y'all was up three games. Y'all had elimination games with all these teams, regardless of how you want to shit on the Orlando squad with Tracy McGrady. No matter how you want to talk about Chris Paul getting hurt, y'all team went over for 27. Like, y'all <laughs> lost that game. I mean, the three ones are bad, but like he's lost a number of three two leads too, which aren't as bad, but at the same time, like that's two chances that two you have shots. to close, close it out and you don't. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe it's unfair criticism, but at the same time, it's very like it's the facts. Like it's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can wrong. you can explain it away however you want to, but that's been the case. Like he just, you can tell he's under stress, and maybe 
MB getting hurt like kind of saves his job because I feel like if they flamed out in the playoffs again, like they ain't getting rid of Harden and they ain't getting rid of MB. So he might have caught a lifeline, like you said. Um, all four of us have Miami winning the series. Me, uh, everyone has it in five except for Eric, who thinks the series will go seven. Well, that but, was before MB got hurt. <laughs> oh, I didn't know well, Jimmy was playing today too until the game started. I was like, "Oh, Jimmy in the game." Jimmy said he was going to play. It's Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Kyle. He the one we probably won't see for a while. Uh, Coach Bo said that he's making progress, you know, but it's uncertain when he'll be able to play in this series. That Hammy's giving him a problem, but honestly, he could probably rest this series and they they'll still be able to win it. So there was there was somebody during the game saying that uh, I was watching a game earlier today, but uh, they said it during the game that. He he said he feels like he's good. He he would play today if he wanted to, but there was it was one of those the coaches got to save them from players from themselves. He's like so he probably does feel good to himself, but they just gonna sit him just to be mm-hmm. honest. So like you said, he, even though he may not be as injured anymore, they probably just like ah we'll save you for the Eastern Conference Finals just in case. Like if they need to, if they, he had to come back to take game three or four because they tied it up or is up two one or something like that, I can see it. But if not, they probably will sit him the rest of this. Yeah. Uh, before Embiid got hurt, I, I still was like, Philly should win that series. Once I heard Embiid was hurt, and I'm like, he already dealing with the thumb stuff too. Like, it's just too much. It's just too much at this point. It's unfortunate. But uh, they miss him though. I, they they the offensive boards like crazy. He's their star. <laughs> well, that too. But uh, <laughs> I'm saying, like, I'm thinking about how like, I, was, course, I, was watching, I was watching the game early, and it was pretty close. But the, the, one of the biggest differences is. Miami kept getting second chance points, second chance points, because they couldn't, the boards. Like, they mm-hmm. got bodies, but they don't, at one point, I think Tobias Harris was the biggest dude on the court. <laughs> so, all like, I mean, they, they started they DeAndre that. Jordan, so that should they tell did. you, like, what their big man room is looking like these Yuck. days. Yuck. Vomit. Grow <laughs> it up. Gross. He didn't look terrible. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie to me on this camera, man. <laughs> <laughs> Then we played hard and had to cause some contact, and then mid shot he just turned it into a lob pass, and DeAndre came out of nowhere. I was like, "Damn, where the fuck did he come from?" It was a nice play. Let's look up his box score. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that box score is, but I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Uh, it, it was tough. PJ Tucker had a pretty decent game too. PJ Tucker is being PJ Tucker, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was- okay, DeAndre Jordan. Okay, 17 minutes, two rebounds, four points. <laughs> That's better than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's low key hell of minutes, yo. Seventeen, a lot for four points and two boards at seven feet tall. <laughs> but Doc, Doc don't know why he losing three one leagues. <laughs> Giving that minutes, seventeen minutes. He got two boards at seven feet. He Tobias Harris at six miles tall dude on the court at one point at seven feet. You should have more than two boards. And you around the rim 90% of the time. You ain't never at the damn perimeter. So what? Well, I saw somebody say, like, they have him in a deep drop, and he still isn't protecting the rim. So he just... also had two blocks. <laughs> he did. How many layups scored? <laughs> I know it's not the box score. I'm just saying, like, that's. Hey, I'll, I'll reach you the full box score. We can move on. Uh, 17 minutes, two for two from the field, zero from zero from three, zero from zero from the free throw, no offensive boards, two defensive boards to bring his total rebounding total to two, no assists, no steals, two blocks, two turnovers, two fouls, negative 22 on the night. 
So, uh, yeah, uh, Philly's gonna lose that series. But in the West, <laughs> uh, we got the, you know, we'll we'll come to Phoenix last as they're playing as we record this. We got the Memphis Grizzlies who were the two seed up against that three seeded Golden State Warriors. Man, Golden State leads that series 1-0. That game had it all, man. Draymond got ejected in the second quarter. Uh, for where do y'all stand on the? Where do y'all stand on that? I thought it should have been a flagrant one. Yeah, that's definitely not a flagrant two. Definitely. I thought that it was a fair enough to be a flagrant two only because of the jersey pull. He tried to I catch you, though. He tried no, to catch you going up. He pulled him down and then, pulled and then down. he tried to catch him. Like, he was like, oh, oh my, shit, bad. my bad. He, he swung down, then grabbed up on the jersey. He said he didn't know his own strength, fam. He tried to help at the end. He, didn't he tried to help him at the end, bro. If he would have just let the man fall on his face or something, it would have been different. If he just swiped and left him alone. Like, if it was Draymond, bro. wrong, I wouldn't have been like, no, he need to get kicked out for that. But at the same time, it's like there were two different actions. Like he smacked him hard as fuck in the face, and he then for the ball. he still hit him in the face. Like hey. that's a flagrant foul, whether your intention is to hit the Five ball fingers. or not. Hey, I play defense. That's what happens. And then grabbed <laughs> him, damn yeah. by the throat, yeah. and then yanked him down by the jersey. So and pulled him back up to make sure he ain't he didn't mean to, the ground, to. bro. He tried when to hold him. Intention don't matter. When he swung, his fingers got caught in the jersey, and he was like, "Oh shit, my bad." That's why I tried to catch him at the end. That's like when you hit your little brother, and then like you don't want him to cry to your mom, so you be like, "You alright? You alright?" Yeah, man, I hit you way harder than this one. Don't do that. It's the playoffs, baby. It's the playoffs, right? It's the playoffs, baby. That's a flinger at one at best. You can't, you but, can't call that. Uh, to to his point, that's also partly reputation, I would think, at this point, because you yeah, think of intent. Like, yeah, yeah, Draymond's been here. And Draymond knew that himself. He said, that's reputation yeah. file. We, but we I'm proud of kick, my rep. Kick people in the nuts and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, speaking of reputations, like, Chris Paul still get the benefit of the doubt on all them nut kicks for no reason. It. Bro, he loves Is nuts. it because he's little? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or maybe, is he still the, No, he's not the president. That was Kyrie. Is he still I think the president? It's no, it's CJ McCollum is the president now. I literally think it's just because he's six feet tall and it doesn't look as menacing as somebody like Draymond size doing it or Yannick. Sorry, like, it's a dust, it's a dust, no matter how big you are. I look at the eye and shit. Like, damn, Chris, Despite Draymond being ejected in the second quarter and then pumping the crowd up before he. He left. Dude went for Antonio Brown. That was oh, crazy. what? He really did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did the full routine. Draymond said that he was going to actually dance at first because he thought it would be no way that he got thrown out because the Memphis fans were chatting, kick him out. So he said, <laughs> I'm about to start dancing and being like, ain't no way to kick me out. He said, but before I started dancing, I thought to myself, you Draymond Green. You might not want to dance because it's a chance you might actually get kicked out, and you don't want to become—you don't want to become a meme. <laughs> Too late. So he don't want to become a meme, as in like a oh you doing all this and then get kicked out. He's like, I'll take the the meme from just egging them on, but you ain't gonna get me out here dancing thinking I got a victory over y'all, and I didn't. <laughs> but at least his team got a victory because at the very end of the game. Uh, the end of the game was absolutely nuts, by the way, but yeah. uh, it did feel it did feel eight on five a little bit. Like every every fifty fifty <laughs> call shit, it wasn't even fifty fifty calls. It was like sixty sixty forty calls were still going Memphis way. Like it clearly went off of I think Dylan Brooks that free throw at the end and the referees looking at each other like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yeah. When the uh, neighbors are like, "Who calling?" Because the 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 ref's standing there looking at him, looking at the motherfucker on the sideline. Hey yo, you yo. see that? And dude turned around, looking behind him, like, bro, how y'all looking further away? <laughs> right there in front of him. Like, it was terrible. But Ja, that motherfucker, Ja is different, bro. Like yeah, every time uh-huh. you thought they was pulling away, Golden State, dude, dunk on somebody and turn around, steal the ball back, then go flying up the court again, dunk on another motherfucker, and then next play he'll steal it again and then dish out a three. Like, God. I'll say he this about. Yeah, he was. I'll say it's about Ja. Uh, Minnesota was a tough matchup for him because there's a lot of bigger bodies. But Golden State is so small that Ja mm-hmm. should be able to have his way. Um, they're trying to make him shoot, but he can still take it inside if he wants to. So, like, there's no reason for him to settle throughout this series. No reason. And that's the thing with Golden State. Like, you know, they're calling this new lineup the death lineup. It's like the death lineup kills you because, yeah, they have the Splash Brothers and they have Draymond Green and – you know, switch, but it's the defense. Like the defense is what makes it death because you can't, you could not score on that lineup. You can score like a motherfucker on this lineup. <laughs> like their perimeter defense is not. I mean, like you know, if Draymond gets switched out there, like sure you have perimeter defense at that point, but you have Poole, Steph, and Clay Thompson. Like they were hunting Clay Thompson down the stretch. Like Ja was calling them in the pick and rolls, get the switch, and going to work. And like that might be fine against Memphis, but as they get deeper into the playoffs, like that's going to become a problem. And like I'm glad that Clay is Clay on offense, but Clay is not Clay on defense. Lost a step there, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I was happy to see him like the IQ kicking on the very last mm-hmm. play where he was like, "There is no way this ball is not going to end up with Ja without like being in Ja's hand." Like I'm about to peel off here, <laughs> and I'm gonna just keep <laughs> tracking you because I know what's about to happen. So. Uh, it was cool. See, it was also cool seeing Steph get a block to help seal the game and talk to his I locked out in the shop. I was like, Oh my god! If you don't get yeah. your ass, I was happy I was surprised for Clay missed both of those free throws though. Yeah. I was like, He really missed both free throws? I was like, Oh, they really? They, who hit the BW threes button? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the commercials on, might have been him. Right. <laughs> That's you know, a fact. Like, no, like that shit was it was wild, but like I said, it was like at, like you said at the end of the game is it, it was just every time back and forth or a call would go one way, Golden State hit Steph hit a step back. Wait, he had a step back three that he thought was going to be in. He had ran up the court on one of them towards the end of the game because halfway there he was like, oh yeah I got that turned his ass up and came off the ground. I was like oh no no bring your ass come on back play some defense. <laughs> like it felt better than look, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let me ask y'all this though. How do y'all feel about that Warriors starting lineup where they took Looney to the bench, pool off the bench, and they just started pool because they was like we or they started a uh, GP Gary Payton they for that defense. defense on Ja. I get it in theory. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the results. Like the Minnesota matchup was difficult a lot because of Pat Beverly. Like they have like a pit bull head of the snake type of you know like that type of defender if you start the new death lineup or even if you start like their traditional lineup they don't have anybody for Ja unless you give in Draymond that assignment which you don't want to do so right like I, I again I get it in theory I just don't know I mean Ja was hitting shots at the beginning so it wasn't as effective as it might have could have been I guess it wasn't just him. Jaron Jackson Jr. was. I'm what like, I mean, I'm saying like you start, you start Peyton because like you put him on job. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if yeah. that makes sense, but 
like to your point about Triple J, like he, he finally was a follower. Huh? So he finally stopped following. <laughs> had a good well, game. I mean, that's all I was gonna say. This is a better uh, series for him too, because like he don't have to guard Cat, which mm-hmm. should help with his foul trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jordan Poole though, bro. He almost pulled the triple double. He dropped thirty one. Mm-hmm. Like he showed the up. confidence. Yeah, like he he doesn't he has not seen a shot that he that he don't like. Right <laughs> now. He could have been in the game pulling. too for a minute uh, in the in the first half. Yeah, because it, it was slipping, it was slipping, and Jordan came mm-hmm. in hit two back to back threes and said, "Nah, I'm cool." Because everybody was in foul trouble. trouble. He said, yeah. "I got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." So I was looking at the ESPN stat yesterday after the game, and they were saying John Morant and ESPN stats and info said John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. are the first teammates in Grizzlies playoff history to each hit score thirty in the playoffs. And I think Jordan Poole made it. They were the youngest three players to hit 30 points in the playoff game in the same game like yeah it was the only time in nba history that three 22 year olds or younger scored more than 30 points 22 or younger bro they that's what nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts hey man future is bright for the league yeah that's, that's I, I, great we've been saying it we have been it. saying it um give it to me <laughs> I, I sent this text to y'all in our group chat but i got shared on the air because we were just Glenn talking about Doc. Rivers. We were just talking about Doc. Uh, Doc said after this game, quote, we like DJ. We're going to keep starting him whether you like it or not. It's your own demise. <laughs> so go ahead. Go ahead. Billy Badass over here. All right. <laughs> Maybe they already told him to get fired. Because that... <laughs> uh, Maybe no, he's talking to the management. I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm do what I want to do. Or maybe he's to get the Lakers out. I, I mean, but he ain't got no Woo! clothes. He gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Hey, my heart almost stopped. Please. I'm gonna start yelling at the crib. No, 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 what? Please don't do that to me. Ooh. <laughs> like he saw a ghost. What is that? Please don't do that. I thought he wasn't really paying attention, so I figured I'd sneak yes. that one in. <laughs> <laughs> he said, ooh. Please don't. Scared the hell out of that. <laughs> Please I will go. say uh, y'all interviewing our boy Darvin Ham. So yeah, that was uh, dope. When I seen that, I was like, it's good to see him at least get some interviews. Yeah. Apparently, I want Darvin Ham. Yeah, I was like, I want Darvin Ham to get a job for sure. For sure, <laughs> I don't want him to be in any situation where he can <laughs> you know, <laughs> fail. Uh, oh, so you so, saying? So you saying him coming to talk. LA will be a fail? It, not, not the we, best situation. We see how it worked out for Frank Vogel. They'll have a new season. I think Frank's fault. It wasn't Frank. Frank hey. came and did his job. It wasn't Frank. We, got we, fired. we don't we don't want that to happen <laughs> yeah. to Darby Ham. That's what we oh, say. Okay. Well yeah, I'll give you. I'll give yeah. you. Yeah, Mark Jackson about to be the coach of the, the Kings, uh, it looks like. Kings, right? Yeah. I know we we've been I mean, heavy um on um Utah coach. Oh yeah, Quinn Snyder. I saw he getting yeah. hip replacement surgery or something. I don't know what that means for coaching, but he said, I was supposed to get this done in June, but let me just go get this done now. He's going to retire, and then once he's healed up, I'm good now. Oh, but Utah, they got a coach already. I need to – I don't know what to do. (laughs) That's why to force your way out. Come on, to Sunday, L.A. Go get Kenny Atkins. You said Kenny Atkins? He's a good good coach. Yeah. Like, he's a good and O's guy. Like, Kenny Atkins. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. We'll see what y'all do. It'll be interesting. But um, this series, we all had Golden State. Uh, everybody had Golden State in six, except for Eric, who sees that series going seven. But regardless, 
we all think the Warriors will uh, come out on top in that one. Indeed. I don't like. I'm not going back on my pick. Like I don't know if it's going seven, but I feel like it, even if it is a sweep, like it's going to be like that Brooklyn Boston sweep where it's like every game is going to be close because I feel like mm-hmm. again it's just a better matchup for Memphis um, to keep things close at least. It's just like they did in the Minnesota series. Like they just might get in their own way. <laughs> it's time to say that. Win it. So. Just- it's going to be That'll competitive. Be I just don't know how many games it's going to go. Someone tweeted that any clip from the Minnesota-Memphis series should have the Flintstones music playing in the background because that they just was all over the place. And I said, it was, it was an entertaining series. It was fun series. to watch. Though. Yeah, it was but fun to watch, though. They was young. <laughs> Everybody called it drunk basketball. like, And that's what it was because they made yep. no fucking sense. Nope. Just out there running around. All Tony Snell and shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tony. Tony Snell. The uh, last series to talk about here, the Phoenix Suns up against the Dallas Mavericks as we record game one is taking place right now. Now, all four of us think that Phoenix is going to win. Tim and Ken see this going seven. Me and Eric see it going six. But um, what is it about this matchup that makes you just feel like Phoenix is the one? Um, I feel like... Phoenix's team all together. Like DeAndre Ayton is gonna be a handful for uh the Mavericks. But also they have like defense across the like they have good defenders, they have great wing players, they have the point guard. Like there's Dallas is Luca and a bunch of shooters. <laughs> it's not like it's Luca some shooter three and D players. It's Dallas, it's Luca and a bunch of shooters. So it goes come down to the defense again. I feel like Phoenix to go ahead and just slowly push them on out the way. Like, it'll probably be some good games and stuff like that, but I feel like at the end of each of those games, for the most part, unless something wild happened, they'll keep it close until probably, like, in the third, early fourth, and Phoenix will probably just slowly pull away in each game. Like, I think Phoenix is going... It's going seven. I feel it'll go seven, but it's... I think the Phoenix wins would be, like, more so, like, blowouts, and, like, Dallas wins would be, like, scrapping. Like, they're they going to scrap and get them, but they will, they'll stay. They'll keep fighting. But it's like when Phoenix win, it'll be convincing. Where in Dallas, where you're like, damn, that was a good ass game. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny you say that too, because Jason Kidd himself was like, you know, in this matchup, this ain't Gobert and Whiteside. Like, these guys can actually put the ball in the basket. Like, our base going to be tested. We can't have that same game plan. And I said, one, wow. <laughs> but two, you right. <laughs> you ain't wrong. Fuck him. <laughs> you right. You right. But to your point, um, Tim, I just don't think Dallas can punch hard enough, long enough uh, against Phoenix. Just to put it like very simply, like I just don't think they got enough guns to show up to this fight and, and pull it out. Luca is Luca do some some magical stuff, and the Mavericks have been playing some defense. But like I just feel like the Suns pose a little bit too many different matchup problems for them that Dallas ain't gonna be able to overcome over the course of a seven game series. Just yeah, you're looking at three. four to seven games of Jay Crowder and Michael Bridges. Like, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's starting, like, people start, starting to uh, buy into the full court press joints. Shout out to the books. You know, I think you made that a, a thing since last year. But uh, Shout out <laughs> to Jose. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but it's, there's there's teams who because like even the uh, Philly game, uh, 
Gabe Vincent was trying to pick up Harden full court or uh, PJ Tucker picked him up full court. And like, I feel like a lot of teams are more so, even though it's, it's really taxing on your players to play that way. But if you have the players or the personnel to do it, and you have enough bodies to switch and continue to do so, teams are going to do that. And I feel like Phoenix is going to be one of those squads where they're like, all right, we got uh, Bridges on you for this one. And then we got Crowder on you for this one. And then we'll probably throw a Cam Johnson out there on you for just kind of give you a different Tory side. Or we're, not, yeah. Yeah. we're not talking about the Bucks right now, but that's also part of why that Javon Carter pickup um, has been interesting because that's a guy you can throw in for 10, 15, or as we saw in this game, 20 minutes, and he going to pick up full court. He just going to dog it out because that's that's what he do. And I'm shocked that at his little size, he's been able to, to hold up. But I mean, just from a strategy standpoint, like if you think about it, you're cutting off five to six seconds of their initial play clock. Mm-hmm. So by the time you come down here, you starting your plays and your sets around 14 seconds. Like mm-hmm. that, that changes things up a bit. Like that can the greater 14 is still enough time to get a play. Probably about 16. Because if, if you 14 just getting over, you you, you, you ain't make it. You push it. They call it. You ain't make it. They'll give you that. No, they won't. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. That's a turnover. <laughs> But again, they still they they're taking a not enough time off the clock for you to play. Okay, well we walk through this or this that and the third. Like it kind of messes up your set a little bit or speeds yeah. it up. So yeah. I mean, again, well it either speeds you up or it cuts down on the amount of chance that you get. So like if you get into your offense at 16 seconds, you probably have time enough to run one and a half actions. So like if your first option ain't there, like you already are under the gun for you know, the shot clock. So mm-hmm. it's smart strategy. Again, like it's taxing and you kind of have to pick and choose your spots or at least like have the bodies to be able to sustain it, um, which I, he never admitted it, but I think that's why Drew was smoking so many layups <laughs> in the finals last year because that man was exhausted. So I would he finally admitted it uh, more recently where he was like, it was in his interview one-on-one with uh, Marcus Johnson. I don't know if oh, any God. of y'all watched that on YouTube, I but did. he was I like, did. He's like, my wife, of course, I came home and she was like, you need to shoot better. And I'm like, I know, but I'm tired. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm playing defense. And he was like, if anything in my game is going to suffer, it's not going to be my defense. Like, that's where I will always put my energy first. And whatever else comes from that, come from that. But defense first. And I was like, Especially so when you got Giannis and Chris Middleton. It's like, yeah, I can kind of, I don't have to bring my A game. But I was going to say, like, he probably want to kiss Javon Carter in the mouth because, like, now he got somebody <laughs> that, can, that can come in and give him a break. Actually, of Jeff Teague was not that last year. No. Oh, no. Jeff Teague was the reason why we lost to Atlanta. <laughs> Motherfucking Trey Young was lighting his ass up. Just, he kept oh. him out there. Pull him out the game. Nope. I remember. Yeah. Oh, no, no, too long. Too long a Teague. But we, we can move on. Oh, but, but I, was, I was saying, speaking of defense, to go back to Philly, because I was thinking about what I was watching earlier. At one point, yeah, they, were about three zone. they were playing a 2 3 zone at one point against Miami, and it's actually pretty effective. And then Doc went away from it, and that's when Miami started taking away, uh, start taking off. But they, at one point, they were playing a 2 3 zone, and I was kind of shocked. They played a 2 3 zone against Toronto a little bit um, as well at times to switch it up. But a lot of NBA teams, they ain't going to stay in the zone. Shit, longer than they have to losing them everything else you might as well you get in a fucking trap whether they like it or not right damn <laughs> Jay Crowder yeah. just uh, nuts. I was gonna say he just, he just Draymond uh, Luca. he's one he's one to do that too 
Bad. I thought he was hurt, hurt. Then I started grabbing down and the replay. I was like, shit. That's the thing now, I guess, in the NBA. That red. He, he, he ain't <laughs> acting. Hey, he got kicked. <laughs> in distress. Now, he got kicked square in the nuts. That's what <laughs> Back to the jock straps and cups. Damn. You know what? Never mind. I was going <laughs> I used to hate them shits, by the way. A lot of cup checks on this uh, episode. It really is. It really is. Um, it's been the most since that Hard Knocks episode. It was at Dallas. <laughs> Neither here nor there, though. But uh, before we move off basketball, I do want to shout out the WNBA. That season kicks off on Friday, May 6th, with the Chicago Sky hosting the Los Angeles Sparks. Claim your squads now. Oh, you already know Sparks all day. I go with the Aces. What you mean, big nigga? I've been, I've always rocked with the Sparks. He has always been a Sparks fan. Uh, I thought you, you switched up when Candace went to Chicago. Now he's he, he a Candace Parker fan. Look, I am a Candace Parker fan, but I ain't gonna root for them like that, you know. Just for her. Uh, yeah. Is Liz still on the uh, Sparks? Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Looking amazing in the Sparks uniform. Oh, and they she feeling confident too. Yeah, she for the cut. We she said we coming for everything. <laughs> she, y'all she ready to cook. <laughs> I don't know. Like Liz strike me as somebody that's really gonna enjoy living in LA. Like I don't know if her focus too little, is too much. There. You know, she a DJ. Dennis. She be DJing on every weekend. She be she out here living life. Oh, I need an invite to one of her uh, sets, brother. Her shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um, I might be cheering for the sun again because they re-signed my girl Courtney Williams. So it took him a minute, didn't it? Because she had the incident where <laughs> when her girl was talking about the fact that they had her and some teammates that jumped people outside of a club or something like that. I was like, girl, why are you talking so much? They got away with it. <laughs> You're too, You're too loud. You're too loud. Why are you telling this? She's on her live like, it was so funny that time. Uh. Face like, what, what the fuck? It's not like Tim out here just snitching on this. <laughs> snitching on this like, I ain't telling them what you talking about. Hey, That's I got to say do. this. I got to say that we've been doing this for a while now. Tim, you have gotten so much better. He really has. He really <laughs> has. Been information I in swear. because I got old. I got started. They might find this shit. I got to chill up. Because you go back <laughs> to some before episode 100s and it's Man, you it, like, it, it was just like we'd be looking at Tim like dog. <laughs> Remember that time we was on the show and Tim started telling the story and then after he got done he go actually oh, like no, yeah. no no don't tell the story don't tell it he's like no it's cool I'm gonna just I'm gonna just not say names I'm gonna just be more vague. They came and he got to the end. It. At the end, he went, "No, I do. You got to delete all that. <laughs> delete all that. <laughs> <laughs> that came out, bro. I might be delete all that. <laughs> Before we was live. Before we was live. So we had to grow up. We had to grow up a little bit. We had to have some editing behind the scenes because." Sometimes Hell, it just. I know Duke used to be bad at us. <laughs> he was so good. he was so happy when he had to stop editing. Really like, oh, man, he used oh, to edit plenty. Y'all had to let it fly, did you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that episode is hilarious. No more beeps. Oh no, man, I let at least no more. I let at least a hundred off. They in the first don't like listen to no more beeps. He said the first minute. Like it's world record. Can't eyes lit up? He said what? What? And then I think the next episode was Seth, wasn't it? The next episode? Oh, that no, episode? I, no. <laughs> Seth was on there before. He ain't been say, back since. Because it, yeah. it was the most bleak he that we ever Seth. had in the episode when, when Seth was on. Oh, he, he reached his Seth. limit. <laughs> <laughs> he like, throw the pen down and fill it, bro. 
<laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all really pushing it right now. But you know. <laughs> NFL draft took place over this past weekend. Now, if you've listened to Tech File before, you know how we feel about drafts. We always say you can't judge a draft until it's been a few years. So we ain't going to give you no grades. Mm-hmm. We're not going to say who won, who lost, because no one knows at this point. Everything that we're judging at this point is potential. And when looking at what our teams did, which is going to be our topic of conversation, the question really is more about like process. Like, did you enjoy the positions <laughs> of the players that you took? Like maybe there were some players you fell in love with along the way during your draft prep and you were like, yes, got to get them. We got them. I'm happy or wanted him. He missed out, whatever the case may be. But overall, all that being said, how did y'all feel about your team's draft? Do we want to start with the Packers or do we want to start with the Bears? Y'all, it's <coughs> because either way it goes, the Minnesota Vikings helped both of us. So, hey, well, wait, maybe Thank actually, you. did they help Thank y'all you, too? Or did they just, was it just the, the uh, Lions and us? Who? I don't think they traded with the Bears. It's actually, I don't think they traded with y'all. I think it was just Detroit and Green Bay they traded with. So yeah. Never mind, I take that back. Hey. But y'all had 11 picks. Both teams, the Packers and Bears, ended up with 11, mm-hmm. 11 uh, draft picks. I didn't so, realize I had two second round picks. Mm-hmm. So, Ken, how do you feel about y'all y'all draft this year? Um, actually, I'm actually um, it was a good draft. We needed a corner, um, so Gordon is actually really good. We needed a, we needed a safety, um, like Jaquan from Ken. Mm-hmm. Um, Brisker, yeah. Um, he's pretty good. I had to go um, look at like tape on the wide receiver that we got from Tennessee. And he looks really good. He's fast as shit. Um, but I want to, y'all know, like I said on the show, the Packers end up getting my boy that I wanted. Um, I wanted Watson. Dude, I was I was in my chair. I was like, yo, it was one player that I wanted, bro. And I was like, why he had to go to the Packers, bro? Like of all places. I was like, I was like, dog, Pat, niggas be listening. They weren't even he worried about him at first. They weren't even worried about that shit at first. Until Ken um, said light skinned John Cena need to come on. <laughs> light skinned John Cena. But yeah, I'm I'm happy with um with everything. You know, we in a rebuilding phase. We got brand new everything. So I'm just trusting the process. So hey, hey, new coach, new GM. Y'all went so, in on the all line. So good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm we glad. had to. And then this was this was a good draft too. Um, especially um the old lineman Braxton from um I think Braxton Southern Jones. Utah. Yeah, he yeah. that guy's a hoss. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a hoss. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely satisfied. Hopefully everything pan out again. Like we said before, we don't know who had a good draft and who didn't until you know a few years from now. But you yeah, know, I'm hoping to praying. Huh. Y'all got an old rookie. Y'all, y'all wide receiver is 25. Yeah. Hey, don't discriminate. Season B. Listen, Season. you draft for youth. <laughs> Your wide receiver going to be one of the oldest cats in the league in the next two years, bro. Hey, he's seasoned. Think, thinking like that is how Malcolm Brogdon and Herb Jones right. end up in second round picks. And then you'd be like, they're, how did they, they're 22 still. No, they weren't. No, they were like 24. 20, uh, Brogdon, Brogdon was 24, was I believe. Was he? Yes. Yeah. He, that was part of the problem. age, I think. Mm, I like him though, but I don't like none of the Bears players, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
different than an NBA player. Like, if you're having a 25 year old rookie in the NFL who typically only make it through their first contract, like, then you make it through his first contract, like every other young rookie that don't pan out. Either you do or you don't. <laughs> the same shit. But are you willing to give a 28-year-old, a 29-year-old, a five-year, 40, uh, 40, 30 million a year, 20 million? Say he pans out. Say he pans out. If he good, yeah. If he pans out, then it work. Exactly. Yeah. That's why he a third-round pick. Like, he ain't team, no first round. <laughs> teams draft for basically that first contract. Like, anything yeah. beyond that is gravy. It's, yeah. Yep. It's a bonus. I get that. I get that. Yep. Um, Packers dr- And just to, sorry, just to close the loop, oh, Malcolm Brogdon is less than a year younger than Chris Middleton. Mm. Oh, Let's put that in perspective. Anyway. I don't know how old is that? Is that? I think Chris is 30. <laughs> oh, Chris is 30. Brogdon is 29. Oh, okay. And Chris Middleton's been in the league for since 2012. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, this is year 10 for him. Mm. Malcolm Brogdon, my, my play cousin, drafted in 2016. So, tells you a lot. Uh, Packers draft. I just want to get this get this out because it was Packer fans going absolutely crazy on day one when the Packers did not draft a wide receiver. Like we mentioned on this show, just please don't force it, and I'll be happy. They did not force it because there was a run on wide receivers early. Six gone. Pick eighteen. Pick eighteen. We're not even twenty deep, and it's already six. We good. We ain't going. We good. Apparently, the Packers did try to trade up to get into that rush because the Packers only had six receivers with a first round grade. As you can imagine, those were the six that were taken. (laughs) Uh, And once they were off the board, it was kind of like, okay, we got a lot of defense here. Do something that can help us out. And the process, I'm like, I like it. I like it. Getting the linebacker. Cool. Quay Walker, he could be a dog. He has improved every year. He's played football. Cool. Mm-hmm. Get get Devontae White. Cool. Big body in the middle. I'm happy. Then you go to the next day and you get Christian Watson because you trade up, which wasn't overpay. We'll admit mm-hmm. that. A definite overpay. And we probably had to overpay because we were trading within the division. I get it. But if he pans out, it doesn't matter anyways. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the Packers did what the Packers do. We got some linemen. Got some, uh, got another wide receiver who I think Romer- uh, Romeo Dubs is a cold name because they don't like yeah. to pronounce Dubs, but it's Dubs. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and um, they got some dudes who could be players on special teams. So that's good. Uh, yeah, I, I just thought it was funny. Like they still refused to take a first round. Like I, I get why they didn't, <laughs> but it was just like I was kind of rooting for them not to just to see because I like chaos. And also, it was chaos. Um, but also, like they kept saying it during the draft broadcast, it's like the Packers have had success drafting second round running, uh, second round wide receivers. So it's like, I don't, it don't matter. <clears throat> <laughs> like it does. It, like I get it, but they had, they just drafted a Hall of Fame wide receiver in Devontae Walker, Devontae Walker, Devontae Adams in the second round. So. Man, they're doing. I right. saw people on like people were just losing it. Like I saw somebody who was like, "Thank God the Bucks can draft," and I was like, "When did y'all get the notion that we can?" <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I love the Bucks too, but let's okay. not let's not let's not lie here. Right, but it's kind of the opposite. <laughs> like we've 
You draft like shit on the Bucks. Like, and the ones that we did on, we haven't kept past the rookie contract outside mm-hmm. of Giannis. So I don't really know what else what to tell you there. About, what, what did y'all get this from? I don't know, but overall, I was happy. Like I said, stop. Like, we'll see how they turn out. But yeah. um, I saw a, cl- a highlight clip from uh, George Pickens. That man's a dog. That's the only other receiver I was like, give me Pickens or give me Watson. Mm. But then I was like, dang, we drafted two dudes from Georgia already. We probably ain't going to take a Georgia receiver, too. Like, that would be great. That team got drafted. But they also <laughs> say their whole team, that squad called, though. 15 <laughs> players. They had the whole defense that drafted in the first two rounds. Yeah. The squad called. And uh, the one that failed, Johnson, Jermaine Johnson. Like, he was, at, he was oh. at Georgia before he went to he Florida State. There yeah, was someone else who did that too, a wide receiver. Uh, he had transferred was, to Ohio State from uh, Georgia. Jamison Williams. Uh, was it? Williams? I'm almost sure it was Jamison Williams. Hold on, let me, let me. No, he transferred to Alabama from Ohio State because it was Olave, uh, the one that went to. Uh, that's the one that went to. I'm about to look. It was somebody right now. It was somebody and then Williams. Like they were like the top three pass catchers for Ohio State the year before, but Williams had transferred. Yeah, Oklahoma, it was Alabama. It. I don't remember which one. Some it was team. Camille, he was asking you. Oh, uh, I think it was Jameson who had went to Ohio State ahead of time, and uh, Chris Olave had made sure to stay and watch him get drafted afterwards. I thought it was a Georgia one or two, but it might have just been Ohio State. I was thinking about. But the the clip I saw of Pickens, like he got in a fight with a dude from Georgia Tech and like slammed him into the wall, like the end zone wall. Like, I mean, he made some nice catches too, but it was like <laughs> the fight beating. I was like, okay, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, he was like, I out of it, bro. Like, I really, I enjoyed our draft, at least the first couple rounds for sure, for sure. Like, we was talking in our in the group chat, and I had a little run for a second, but I was predicting picks too. Like, it was, <laughs> I was sitting at home, we kind of predicted something. Well, the first pick of the draft after we had uh, after uh, Walker got picked. I was like, oh, they finna pick Hutchinson. Y'all hit me up. Are you just spoiling picks? No. <laughs> no. We didn't know what you were talking about. You just said who they was picking. Oh, right, but that's why <laughs> I explain. Like, no, this is just how this is finna lay out because I'm Jackson. But yeah, this is just how this finna go. Like, <laughs> and then after that, I was like, okay, this makes sense. This makes sense. That did not make sense. Like, uh, Derek Stingley going number three. That was wild. I had fun with the draft. Uh, like I said before on the show, like, I won't pretend like I was looking up people ahead of the draft like it was draft day on the apps let's see who is who what's going on what's the story and really honestly the funnest part was just the group chat just talking through picks and figuring all that stuff being excited laughing at Ken you know all that type of stuff that we do uh, <laughs> when it comes to pack, pack of bears relations and all that good stuff you know? yeah like NBA draft like I go full <laughs> draft nerd like I know every pick like I know what's a good pick what's a bad pick like who is supposed to go where like all that stuff like I really study the NBA draft NFL draft too many players I, I learn of them dudes when they get picked and it's like oh okay his tape look good <laughs> or his tape don't look good like looking up the stories like oh okay I see I see I see right like Christian Watson not... dad played for the Packers well he oh, never nice. took a snap but he got drafted by the Packers nice um I didn't realize how much of a spectacle the NFL draft had become like they have really blown that thing oh up. my god I mean as as I'm here for it everybody had a story 
fam, someone got married at the draft. I would have been in there sitting there pissed. Like, I, I get it. But, like, fam, just tell me who my team is drafting. Especially if it's your team, the one you're waiting for, and they just up there. I promise all my life. I, I don't give up. Chris Angel, out of That's why I was texting y'all, like, day two. I was like, why is Chris Angel here? What is happening? He just. Because he was in Vegas. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's, his, that's his city. That was crazy. Uh, People was I'll tease promos. it for later, but my my uh, my blow the whistle is draft pick announcement related. <laughs> oh, did y'all see the old man? The, uh, promos. I can't. Let me not call him an old man. There was an older gentleman. Pittsburgh. That came. I can't remember. No, I don't, was it Pittsburgh? It was whoever they told to wrap it up because he was out there for a minute and they was like, "Hey yo, <laughs> hey yo, we gotta." Bruh. Like, he came and tapped on the blow the whistle, fam. Bruh. Oh, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know that. My bad. Read the dot. I didn't, bro. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. Did you just add it? <laughs> it's been in there. <laughs> I missed that earlier. We'll move on. A bit. Some other news that came out of the draft ah. and just NFL related over the last uh you know, a couple of days since we last I didn't check the score of the game. I was like, what's home? They cheering. Uh to see what was going on. But some other news. So during the draft, there were two huge trades like there were a lot of trades in the draft but there were two involving players that were like wait what first the Ravens moved to get back in the first round by trading Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals for the uh, Cardinals first round pick and a fourth rounder so the Ravens came up on two picks to get Hollywood Brown to the desert to play with his college quarterback random where the heck did that come from Hey. Apparently, it was a known secret within the NFL. I think he said the Chiefs and the Packers were Packers. both in on them. But then he said, if I can go play with my college quarterback, cool. Mm-hmm. Packers yeah. lost out on another receiver because he wanted to play with his college quarterback. His buddy. Right. Then the Cardinals, uh, I'm sorry, not the Cardinals, but then the Eagles traded A.J. Brown. I'm sorry. The Eagles traded for AJ Brown. <laughs> the Titans got the 18th pick in the first round and used that to pick up uh, Traylon Burks. So they said, "AKA AJ Brown." Yeah. <laughs> AJ Brown wanted to get paid. They said, uh, "Not that much." <laughs> so they traded him and somebody got paid. new AJ Brown. Yeah, traded him somewhere where he would get paid. First contract. To the point. <laughs> to the point. We found out today that DeAndre Hopkins, Cardinals wide receiver, is being suspended six games for violating the NFL's uh, PED policy. Which makes sense for why Hollywood Brown is there now. Yeah. Could be. Could definitely be. Some backup. Help them get through that tough division. Uh, apparently, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is anti-vax. Interesting. Uh, and you cheat. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you, you worried about what's going on in your body, but but you cheat with the bullshit. Hey, he said that he didn't do it, but then he was like, you know what? Just see y'all in seven weeks, whatever. I, did. Oh, I ain't even gonna fight it, bro. You, y- y'all got it. I did. Y'all got right. it. I'll just, I'll well, just I mean, if that's the case, then did he do his research into what he was putting into his body for him to test positive? He's still researching. Accidentally. He's still researching. <laughs> you know. Uh, I got a what you can't put in your body, but he researched <laughs> After the the Saints were unable to land a safety in this draft, they uh reached back up the honey badger to say, "Hey Tyron, 
come come on come on through and they reached a deal three year 33 million so honey badger is back home where he from in nola new orleans playing for the saints what's the name they lost their corner didn't they because he had some legal issue or something like that uh star corner because it was Tredavious White. Lattimore. I forgot what's the corner over Lattimore. there. Lattimore. Yeah. Then Lattimore getting some issues, or he'll be missing some games or something. Let me. Go. I thought he just left the team, but hmm. we'll find out. Uh, let's see, what else happened? It's late, y'all. The Bears released Nick Foles. Oh damn. They love people. <laughs> Can't sit all right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hey, tis what it is. All right, those are some other news we had, and then last news piece we gonna hit on before we get into the blow to whistle that Tim preview. Uh, MLB announced a three hundred and twenty four game suspension, aka a two year suspension, for LA Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer on Friday. So, this has been the most severe punishment handed out under the sport's domestic violence policy it's of course good, but it's not enough <laughs> <laughs> of course Bauer was like hey I'm about to appeal the suspension he's the first player to try to contest the punishment through the domestic violence policy but uh, this wasn't the only woman who's accused him of such things so we'll have to see how that plays out for him and he missed like most of last year too right I'm looking them up right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like he deals earlier in the season that they put him on like the exemplar. So I think he was still getting paid. So like now he's actually suspended as his penalty. Lost stuff, bro. Hey man, I ain't got nothing else to say for the boy. Uh, yeah, he. He, oh, he only had like not well. He, his record was five and four, but I'm looking at. Him. Oh, he played eleven games last year. Yeah, yeah, so, nah, he, he missed a lot. All right, man. Do your time. Catch you in two years, I guess. Okay. I don't really want to. I don't really want to hear too much more about him. Um, two hundred twenty-four games is that's two years. Can't be beating on women. No, this is for the fuck them. Multiple women at that, but let's get into the blow the whistle. All right, now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tears ass up. Eric, forgot we don't have sound effects. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Tim already spoiled it, but my blow the whistle is on uh, Ed Mariano. He was a former uh, Vikings running back, um, as he was wanting to tell you. Uh, while he was supposed to be up there announcing the pick, he was their pick 50 years ago. Um, but he went to a full stand-up routine slash storytelling endeavor when he was supposed to be announcing the Vikings' second-round pick. Uh, like, he just kept going on and on. Like, first he came out, he's like, wow, this is nice. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm out here because I was the pick 50 years ago. And, I mean, I know I don't look it, but... And it just kept making, like, corny-ass jokes. Tomato, tomato, tomato. And, like, people were, like, <laughs> starting to get restless. And they were, like, trying to give them, like, sympathy laughs. It was like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. hi. Okay, tell me the pick. Tell me the pick. Tell me the pick. had to be up there for, like, a solid, like, three, four minutes. Which See? feels like an eternity, like, when you just wait for a pick. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. if I was a Vikings fan, I would have been pissed. 
but I'm not a Vikings fan, so it was actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, like, by, by the end, like the stage manager had to come on and be like, uh, read the card. <laughs> and even then, he's still making jokes like, no, I won't read the card. And then, like, it's just. Like, boy, if you we, we still go grab that damn cane from the Sandman, you make your ass off the stage now. <laughs> so, so, needless to say, he will not be invited back. You're one and only drive. <laughs> Don't you next, get that twisted. The next announcement was uh, the kid Miro from Jesus and Miro. I was like, ah. he had to just come out and do the, uh, <laughs> he just had to come out and do the announcement because he, he took all the time. He took all the time. <clears throat> Them speed uh, the brakes. <laughs> and then, like, uh, the Miz announced the Brown second round pick or third yeah. round pick. I was like, on brand, that makes He's a huge yeah, yeah, yeah. Browns fan. That makes sense. And then Kyle Brandt from the NFL Network announced. Oh, he had a legendary. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. We had the chicken wing. Yeah. 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 Buffalo. Like, he's not, he's uh, right. Big ass bite out there. Right. He probably had he all bone, too. I don't know how much chicken he actually got from that. Neither here nor there. Uh, Let's get into yeah, the both of them are from the real world, so I thought it was funny they had like dueling wrestling oh, promos. Wait, Kyle Brandt was from uh, either Chicago or back to New York. It wasn't back in New York because I was in mid, so I think it was Chicago. You know, I never watched the real world. Like I always heard about it, but that's interesting. I never knew that. I knew the Miz was from there, but I didn't know that Kyle Brandt was. It's interesting. All right, take that five time. Five, five, four, three, two, one. Tech top five. I don't know what happened last week. The last couple weeks of my life have been a blur. Uh, <laughs> we'll have something no, for y'all to vote on this week. For <laughs> show for show. But this week. We're going to have like six polls. <laughs> hey, we missed hey, Y'all better vote for each one. Hey, man, it's gone. It's, go- it's gone. It's gone. That's how I feel about it. But Wednesday. Uh, this week we're doing top five binge-worthy TV shows, which I really like this because at any time there's someone asking you, what should I binge next? So, like, what are five classic shows that you were like, hey, always good. Please binge watch this. I'm very curious to hear y'all list because it might be something on it that I have not seen. So, Tim, what's your top five binge-worthy shows? Uh... Number five, I believe I got the last dance. Let me go ahead and find this. You do. You do. Yeah. I got the last dance at number five. Um I know it's a sports doc, but it's ten episodes, bro. So you can <laughs> <laughs> uh number four, I got how to get away with murder. That shit was great. I love yeah, it. Really that was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, and it kept getting it, it kept getting better than that. At a certain point we was like, okay, I don't know. I think y'all may have ran out. They did a good job with ending it. Yeah, <laughs> so, they did. It was really good. It was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Um, number three. I second that notion. <laughs> I got Watchmen at number three. The update oh, yeah. with, with uh, Regina King. Regina King. How many seasons is it? Good. It's only one. one. They, one. they couldn't. They, See, they it, was it was too real. It was too real. But season one was, was too real. really, really it was, it was great. Same with my number two. Lovecraft Country. There you go. Really, really good, but they could not have season two. So, like, I've seen Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, so, like, I know that that one, like, they ended, like, 
a proper ending. Like it's not like it's a cliffhanger and you just never get the end of the story. Like it, it ended at a good spot. Is was that the same case for Watchmen or like is it gonna be like I watch it and it's like oh what happened next and I never. Well, get it's it. like a continuation. Well, if you know it, yeah. I was saying if you've seen like the original, then you kind of you kind of know what, the movie, like the comic book movie, yeah, the movie, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it oh, continues that know. story, and you know like, the movie is like <laughs> the movie is like four hours long. Yeah, I'm not either, fam. I'm good. But the I, show, no, that was Zack Snyder too. Like, yeah, I'm good. It's no, the, the show is totally better. It's way better. Yeah, yeah but you still got to watch the movie to get the, yeah, the show. You don't, you don't have, have to, to though. Yeah, because I I seen the movie when I was like twelve. Well, whenever it came out, my stepdad loved it. At first, yeah, it's just slow and dark. The movie's like, slow and dark. It's Zack Snyder. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like all you guys say. Dark, yeah. The movie came out in 2009. Like, we were 20. Yeah. So, it was, you were no it was, kid. It was a. Hey, hey he no, said no, when I was 12. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, they yelled like, hey, yo. Hey. I was you young, were a grown man. I wasn't even legally. I couldn't even drink. What you talking about? But you were drinking, though. He said when I was 12, bro. See, but then we can talk about self incrimination. What's wrong with you? Hey, bro. Everybody, Man, was nobody, everybody was drinking before they was 21. Yeah, everybody was drinking that. Pass me that brew. This is a Wisconsin fan. I love it. It's Wisconsin. Like, y'all all. <laughs> um, and my number one is Money, Money Heist. Heist. I've not like, seen that yet. I heard oh it's really God, cool. bro. It season. is great. Every season was great. <laughs> it's on my good. list. Not this list, but like my list of things I need to binge watch. Money Heist is on there. My cousin been texting Sam recently because she just started like binge watching it and her reliving it and then she telling me about what they text. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot. Oh my God. Like it, it's still, it, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's always fun when somebody starts binge watching something that you loved and you just like, oh my God, welcome. Yeah, now you got like, somebody to talk to. Wait till you get here and then they get yeah. there, you be like, yep, see, see, see. That's, I'm currently doing that with Snowfall. I've been texting my oh, friend Angie. Like, oh, I'm watching Snowfall. And she's it's been great. like, girl. <laughs> it's great. Wait till you get to the new seasons. Yeah, that's how Man, I'm, I'm on I'm season two right now, and I can't stand that CIA agent. I'm gonna just say that now. Oh, yeah. I don't know where he, that goes, but gets I can't worse. stand it. Oh Lord it gets Jesus! Worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so my list, I have no intention of winning. I'm just going with my favorite shows to binge watch. Um, so five, I've got Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown. Like if you like traveling or you just want to see more of the world, like mm-hmm. just watch that. Like it feels like you go to these places or at least it like can spark an interest in going to places that you never considered wanting to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I enjoy it. Four, I got Frasier. Like, a good binge gives you a bunch of seasons, so like you can go through Thank the story. You. Like, <laughs> Thank like, you. Y'all have one, got one, one season, season shows. It's like, I, that was two. What show? Oh, damn near all your shows is only one season. <laughs> Half of them are. Yeah, <laughs> last, dance. last Dance. I mean, Last Dance is 10 episodes an hour, an hour. Uh, That's a season of TV. Technically, yeah. okay, technically. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, Frasier, like, <laughs> that's our nighttime show. That's what I'm saying. It's a binge watch, like, it's just something to throw on, uh, background in the background, but yeah, like, you kind of follow along and pick it up and put it down. Playing in the background, playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch Martin. That's why I need to binge watch. I need to binge watch oh, Martin. <laughs> that, that's been on our TV too, because you know, Sam wasn't a Martin fan, but I, I've been throwing Martin on. 
Hey, if she gets you on Frasier, man, Godspeed. You getting her on the Martin. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, three is another show that I just put on to go to sleep, essentially. Uh, I haven't watched it like a million times. New Girl. Um, oh, I've heard so much about it. New Girl is funny. New Girl is funny as hell. Well. It really is. Um, like you kind of got to get through like the first three episodes because they don't like the main character is too weird like early on but like once they figure yeah. out how to write her then it's yeah. like everybody it else works. in the show is hilarious yeah. um two Breaking Bad um go. that was like Power my first like really yes character development my god character development for that show that's one of them shows that i can't imagine like what it was like week to week because like i feel like i would have gave up on it like if i tried to watch it like early on just like and i gotta wait another week and it's like eh, this ain't mm. really doing much but yeah. like once it start doing shit, it's like right. doing shit. like for real, for real. Yeah, and then you just want to go right right to the next episode my favorite part with breaking bad i had my mom binge watch after i watched it and she called me at one point and she goes He's really breaking bad. And He's I said, really Yeah, mama, that's, that's <laughs> She's like, I He's get really it. Breaking he breaking bad. He breaking bad. That's funny. And then my number one, like one of my favorite things to do on Twitter is find people that like live tweet Game of Thrones. Like going through it for the first time for the first time. Cause it, it hits the same exact notes like every single time. Like people be like, Oh, that's weird. Oh my God, what the hell is that? And they get lulled into a thing and then something surprising happens like, what the fuck? And then like they go through, they go through and like they think that they own to it and they're like, oh no, I got it. Like this is what the story is now. And then something else happened and like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just, like it's the same exact beats. It's like, oh, yep. They're about two weeks away from, yep, there it is. <laughs> I might like, do that. That's what I need to get into. How many seasons of that is it again? Eight. And you can't do nothing but watch that show. You can't look at your phone. Mm -hmm. You need to watch the show. It is like it's another one of the ones where it's like, well, they they drop you like right into the story. So like it takes time to get your bearings. Like, okay, who is that? Who is that? Why are they talking? How are they related? But like once you like figure out like, okay, here's who the houses are. This is who who belongs to it. Like Mm -hmm. once you get immersed into it, then it's like. The story like keeps you propelled like the entire way through. So all I know is the winter is coming. I know it's some dragons, and do they talk like my lord? Yeah, they talk like a little that? bit, but yeah. like it's not to where you can't follow it along. Okay, medieval. I like. Like that. it's not like Downton Abbey. Like uh, <laughs> no Shakespeare. No Shakespeare. No Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare. Okay. I've. Maybe I'll try uh, Game of Thrones one one day. Yeah, I need again. to try I, that too. I, I, said, I, I haven't like, watched it yet. I, I, it's as, on my list too. As long I got, like, as y'all are okay in. with like violence and nudity, like you'll be all right. Oh, titty with all that. <laughs> you, you, you got me sold a titty. I'll just close my eyes at times if I need to. I did yeah, that thing. Me sixty five days the other day. What you talking mm-hmm. about? I'll just literally do like this on the couch. <laughs> um, my list though, uh, at number five, I got you. On, on Netflix, there's got to be really good. That's there's got to be some element of trash on a on a binge worthy list, in my opinion. And, and you is entertaining trash. It's so fucking weird, bro. Niggas it's so weird. The street behind the trees that ain't no bigger than me. For me, me. <laughs> especially like the new season made no sense, but it was great. Man, I really <laughs> dropped out after season like half, like probably three quarters of the way through season one. I dropped out. I see you like, over there reading that book. Hmm. He's so fucking <laughs> creepy. 
clearly reading that to get my attention. Like what? She wasn't the first season. She wasn't attention warder. How you banging in front of that big ass window like that? Yeah, is she like, come on, not, I mean, come on, now. The window was as big as her house. Hey, she ain't here, man. She was enjoying her moment. Number four, right. though. I got The Wire, HBO classic. You can no, always turn on The Wire no. and, and rewatch it. Like, I've rewatched it, it every good. so many years. Yeah, because I'm like, you, you know, you just forget some details because you ain't seen mm-hmm. it in so long. So, every so many years, I like to rewatch The Wire. One of the greatest television shows. I keep hearing that. Ever. Ever. No, it is. It's ever. I haven't seen it yet. Like, because it was ahead of its time, too. Like, if you really think about when it came out, wouldn't nobody do nothing like that? Like it opened the doors for all the like newer shows like that. Like We Own the City, they said that it's uh, Wire esque. I started that episode. Though. I heard that. I'm not about to watch We Own the City. We Own the City. I'm. I'm. They gonna have to give me. I'm gonna have to hear some more about that before I turn I that on. It's a. Uh, it's newer. Uh, Cop show on HBO. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, okay. Number three. Speaking of HBO, we still here. Insecure. I'm not sure hey, if y'all have hey, actually binge watched hey, Insecure. Hey, yeah, we have. I, I need to. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did like ahead of each season that came out. Mm-hmm. So like doing it ahead of season five and then rewatching season five. Or was it season five was the last one or six? Mm-hmm. I can't remember how wow. many seasons it was, but uh excellent storytelling. One like the character arcs are dope. Uh it's funny, it's introspective, and the very last season of Insecure just had me all in my like thoughts and feels about like growing up. It was like a show perfect for millennials especially black millennials that's what it's catered to catered yeah. for and seeing them going through struggles of figuring out life and you sitting here figuring out life and you just say, oh my god okay i'm not i'm not crazy because to think about the arguments from the first couple seasons and to think about them later on like the growth <laughs> the growth yeah. we ain't talking about if if uh old boy was wrong for shooting it off in her eye we that don't really matter no more we grow well, she we protect her herself that. you know she should have you know <laughs> we were worried about if we should be working with Crenshaw or uh, the quality water. That's what we on now. But quality no, water. insecure. Um, it actually might end up being higher as more time goes on and we get further away from it. But it's just an excellent show. An excellent mm-hmm. show. Speaking of number two, The Office, the US version. Uh, you can find it on Peacock. Peacock. It, extremely streamable. Like it's just very easy to get through especially once you get past that first season and you're really into it and you're just like okay like these these characters take it on their own life and you start getting engrossed in how <laughs> weird some of them are but how they become like their own little family like to be honest with you the office um i did not watch the last season of the office until like a few years ago Like i could not bring myself to see how that show ended because i was that invested in it and when i finally did i was crying for like two days like it was like <laughs> It's a great show. It was just well done. And number one, uh, Breaking Bad. You can catch that on Netflix. I don't need to really say much more because we talked about it when Eric had it. But I do want to just say this, and it might not be popular, but most folks listen to the end of the show anyways. I think that Better Call Saul might end up being better than Breaking Bad. Mm. I also haven't gotten to that. Uh, A lot of people didn't like Better Call Saul because it's not like Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul is really like a law show that has aspects of Breaking Bad. And as the seasons continue, you get closer to Breaking Bad. So it becomes more of like that drug trade. But before that, if you if you like if you can deal with a law show, Mm -hmm. like you'll 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 be fine. But Better Call Saul has just been 
absolutely phenomenal. And I'm kind of upset that I caught up before this last season because now I'm watching it live. Matter of fact, when we get done recording, I'm going to watch this week's episode. But having to wait a week in between is trash. It is trash. But that's my list. Um, so I got some honorable mixes real quick. I'm going to throw um, House of Cards on Netflix. Amazing. Homeland, Showtime. Amazing. Black Mirror. Dope. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, honorable mention. And then the Batman animated series, yo. Like, <laughs> literally. Like, I was, I just started watching it again. I was like, yo, this is probably one of the best cartoons like I have, like, in my entire life I've ever seen. Did you get the Raz Agul yet? Infidel. Is that a no, bitch slapping him and shit? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Raz. So, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. But, um, Carve Your Enthusiasm, too. That's a good one. Um, oh, yeah. That's a good one. Honorable like mention was on your list. No, that's honorable mention. All right. But, um, at five, I have, Ooh. um, Ozark. I'm watching the last season right now. So oh, well, amazing. It's very well written. It's like it, it takes you on a ride from from like mm-hmm. season to season. Ozark's number five. At four, Breaking Bad. Um at three, the Boondocks. Mm. Um at two, The Wire. And then one, the Chappelle Show. Every time I go back and watch the Chappelle mm-hmm. Show, I am laughing like I've never seen it before. Yeah, sure. It was we were talking about me and uh Noman were talking about the <laughs> the black white supremacist. Uh, just just a genius piece of uh Yeah, like dude, he's a freaking genius, yo. Like hilarious. <laughs> just some genius skits on that show, bro. I'm like, how did you even think? Put that together. See a trip. Yeah. Ghost status. <laughs> And there you there have, you have it. it. If y'all got any binge-worthy shows that y'all think that we need to be watching, please let us know so we can add them to our lists. I'm always looking for something new to watch. Oh, right. it's a show on Apple TV. Um, that lasso? No. Um, oh, uh, 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 Succession. Is it Succession? No, not Succession. It's no. what it is. It's what it... Um, a. I know what you're like talking they about. Two, they got two lives. Fucking A. I can't. They got a work life and a uh, yeah, the work life. Severance. 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 That's a really good show, yo. I just finished it's on my it. List. It's I really good. Show. Yeah. So was Ted Lasso. I've heard great things yeah. about Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I ain't realized this all the time. I've had an Apple TV subscription. <laughs> I got it free for like six months. Yeah, I got it free for a year with Apple TV. Hey, I got a friend. Uh, hey. <laughs> Thank God for family sharing. But that's the show this week. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope y'all are doing well. And uh, make sure that y'all tune in as Eric start coughing. Tune in on Thursday to our overtime episode, 7.30 p.m. Central Time, uh, 5.30 Pacific Time. Like the YouTube up. If you have not already, drop a review rating um, across your favorite podcasting platform. And uh, we'll holler at y'all soon. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, and these PSN, 2K, and GTA streets, please don't kill me at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E, because your mom is fancy. Thank you, good sir. At your world champion trying to defend this title of 1 0 on the Boston Celtics Milwaukee Bucks burner on Twitter. So you get. Er- 
everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram, K Harris 216 on Twitter, K And it's your boy, T I M K I N Z, the number three, aka S Ketchup, aka Mr. Give It To Me. It's late, I can't be yelling like that. I feel I'll let y'all. Bye, y'all.